This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Anyway, we're going to switch gears here on Sports Talk with Jock because we've got to talk some football. We are the home of the Calgary Stampeders. And, hey, there was some huge news in the Canadian Football League on Friday. A lot of people were caught off guard, me included, when the Edmonton Eskimos decided to fire general manager Ed Hervey. Well, today, some similar news as there was another firing in the Canadian Football League. This time, right at the top, the Board of Governors decide to can the commissioner... Jeffrey Orridge, who better to talk to on this subject than our CFL insider, the one, the only Glenn Suter from TSN. Uh, Glenn, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I have to say I was more surprised with Ed Hervey and that decision than I am with this one. Yeah, really? Okay, explain. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not sure that Jeffrey Orridge was a great fit as commissioner from the beginning. Okay. I mean, when you when you looked at the first State of the Union, and the fact that he really wasn't prepared for what should have been real slam dunk answers or, or at least questions that he knew were coming and, and didn't really look prepared. And that maybe wasn't all his fault. The people around him needed to help him in that regard, but he wasn't. And then to try and sell that he'd had a strong bond, even though growing up in the U.S. with Canadian football because he watched Warren Moon, you know, I, I think it, it right from the get-go, it was a bit of a stretch. And and I think people from that moment on said, walked out of that meeting, and you know I'm sure you were there too, Jock, mm-hmm. walked out of that meeting and said, you know, he didn't handle that very well, but let's give him a chance and see what he learns and how quickly he can learn about Canadian football in the next year. Right. And and that learning curve just wasn't there. He just didn't he he didn't get to a point where he understood the game enough and improved the game enough. And I think that's the key here. Um, to keep this job. I don't think he was a great fit from the beginning. Doesn't mean he's not a great guy, a good person, well-spoken, bright, smart, businessman, all of those things. That's what he is, but wasn't it wasn't a good fit. I guess just to play devil's advocate, I thought year one was a disaster, but I thought year two, he was he was starting to get it, and we saw some you know nice improvements with the Canadian Football League, and, and I guess my feeling is, he only had one year left in his contract, so was he looking for a contract extension? The Board of Governors weren't willing to give him that contract extension. Is that why we got to this point today, or, or why don't you just let him finish his uh, three-year term? Yeah, I guess the timing is, you know, is, is one you could question, but you know, I, I look at it and what we've heard, and we don't know what exactly went on in those meetings, but but what we've heard is that it was just mutually decided that they were going in different directions, mm-hmm. that Jeffrey Orridge's vision for the future, what he saw the future would look like, was very different than the Board of Governors. And they said, rather than continue down this road for another year, let's just end it now, move on. So that was a decision that they both came to was best for the game and uh, and and they make the decision. Now they, you know, the the league is going to run fine through this season. Training camps are around the corner, and everything is going to run smoothly as they as they start and begin the next search. I think what's important here, though, is that they change the criteria. Right. No, the next commissioner, and we've had what seven now since the year two thousand. 
you know. And, and one of them lasted eight years because Mark Cohan did a good job over eight years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and John Tory stepped in and and really did it almost as a volunteer for a while and was mm-hmm. excellent. But that was that guy in in two thousand. So, you know, it's it's been uh, sort of a revolving door, and I think part of the the fault lies in the in the hands of the guys that are making these decisions. Mm-hmm. The the Jim Lawson, who is the chairman. I know it's not just him, but the headhunters that they put together. Uh, and and they have to change the criteria, in my opinion, Jock. I think it, this has got to get to someone who understands the game of football, understands you know where it fits in Canadian culture, and is proud of it and can step up and sell it in a boardroom. I keep hearing every year that these searches happen, that we need a guy with a great resume that is a, a tremendous businessman that can step into any corporate boardroom in Toronto and increase revenues. Well, we've we've been trying that yeah. time after time. Guys that don't understand the fundamentals of the game. Let's improve the game. Yeah. Well, Sell and, football. And, and, and you're and you're bang on because you know what? If you hire the right marketing people, you can still get into those boardrooms, and you've got some very influential owners that can obviously open some doors. So I, I think you're right. And you know where this is going to go next? Because I'm going to get text here on Sports Talk with Jock saying Glenn Suter should be the next general manager, <laughs> uh, next commissioner. I should say. Are you interested? You know, I, I'm always interested in, in discussing <laughs> this game with anyone who would ask. But you know, it, to be quite honest, and and no, I I mean, I just signed a an extension to my TSN uh, contract, so I'm not going anywhere. But, okay. but you know, to be honest, I, I hope they ask. You know, every every year this happens, I, I kind of, you know, this comes up, and I say, you know, I, I'd always be interested. It's not good timing, but, you know, I, I'd love to talk to the headhunters. I'd love to go through what I think are the important criteria in finding this next guy. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a guy that understands the collective bargaining agreement, players association relationship has to improve. I mean, we keep hearing that they're looking for a businessman that can do well in the boardroom. Well, isn't that just relationships? Isn't that just knowing your product top to bottom, having great passion for it, walking into that boardroom, shaking hands with everyone in that boardroom and saying, give me a half an hour and I'm going to sell you on how great this game is, Mm -hmm. the game of football in our country. And by the time we walk out of here, we're going to have new relationships that turn into revenues down the road. I mean, we get get mesmerized by, you know, words and, and, and terminology like, He's good in the digital platform area and social media. Well, well, that's Twitter and Facebook. I mean, we do that. <laughs> you know, well, like let's let's change the criteria. Be transparent with it, so fans and and you and I can speculate on who and what they're looking for here. And let's have a guy who understands the game and will build the game, grow the game, have it evolve, players' safety, coaches' pensions, officiating, media policies, football ops stuff, that once you continue to build that foundation and that product gets stronger and stronger and more respected, then walking in those boardrooms are that much easier. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it has to be a former player, does it? Uh, you know? No, 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 I, no. I don't, you know, because I, I look at, you know, Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman has made NHL owners a bunch of money, and, and he's a former lawyer. Uh, Paul, uh, Roger Goodell, you know, a former businessman, and, you know, he has made NFL owners a, a pile of money. So uh, I, there is a fine line, isn't there? 
Yeah, there is. And, and no, I'm not suggesting for a second that it should be an ex-player. Okay. Um, but it should be, I, I think you have to, first of all, you know, and to get back to your original thought here, I, I think they should ask. They should come and say, Glenn, are you interested? And if not, can we sit and interview you and talk to you as a stakeholder in this game for the last 30 years as a player and, and as a broadcaster in the television side of it, which is an important side of it, as you know, um, you know, let's talk to every one of those guys and then use that information. Even if they decide that it's not, you know, right for them or the timing isn't there or whatever, or even if they're not by the, by the headhunters put on the list, at least they've done all their research and they've turned over every stone to look at every guy that's been a stakeholder. It does not have to be an ex player. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be an ex coach. It could be, you know, a guy who was a former owner, a guy who's been a stakeholder in the game for a long time. And I think the criteria in the past, in the last 10 years, time and time again, has been a great business background that can walk into a boardroom in Toronto. More of a marketing guy. I agree. A, A marketing guy. Well, marketing is just, in my opinion, and I didn't take this in school, but marketing to me is relationship building, walking into a room and have great passion for the the product, the brand you're trying to sell and understand it top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of our commissioners and and in fairness, Mark Cohen, who is one of the best in the last, you know, 20, 30 years, um, didn't know the game well enough. Yeah, I just I think that has got to push be pushed up the priority list when you're looking at the criteria for the next guy. Push up that game side of it. Mark Cohan really did connect with the fans. Jeffrey Orridge did not connect with the fans. Although in saying that, you know, the CFL is coming off a very, very successful CFL week. And and I tell you what, the CFL week in Regina was a very high-profile week for the league, and it did connect with the fans, maybe more on, on a local perspective in Regina. But that was certainly, you know, a, a nice highlight for the Canadian Football League. And I've got to think Jeffrey Orridge had his fingers all over that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, you know, that's what we said off the top, too. You know, right. you hate to kick a guy when he's on his way out the door. And that's kind of what's happening here and will happen over the next couple of days. But, you know, it's also a high-profile job when you're commissioner of a pro sports league. And you, you take the good and the bad when you take that job and you understand what it entails. So Jeffrey Orge is a big boy and he can handle it. I, I think he he did some good things. You know, he... He was very involved in player safety, although contradicted himself in some of the things that he said publicly. Right. So he got himself in some trouble there. But I know being in, in some of those meetings, like Rules Committee and things like that, Jock, that this is this was a priority for this commissioner. Jeffrey Orridge um, wanted to put player safety right at the top of the list and was. Uh, how, how much he built or hurt or damaged the relationship with the Players Association I think that's been a contentious relationship for a lot of years. Uh, I wouldn't put that just on Jeffrey, but you know he he did some good things. Football week in Regina, it, you know, I I have to believe was you know his idea, his his decision. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was a group of people in that mm-hmm. in that office. But bottom line, being a huge success and one that they'll have every year in different cities, and it, it, fantastic success and a great idea. But again, you know, I. I'm doing I'm doing a house renovation right now, Jock, and I'm in the middle of it, so I'm I'm using this analogy. But if the foundation isn't built solid, the the fancy stuff on top of it's going to start to crumble at some point. Yeah. And and I think we kind of skip over 
the football background here, whenever we're looking for these guys, I'm saying we, but whenever the headhunters are, um, and, and that's been sort of their downfall time after time. Um, it, they don't have to be an ex-player or an ex-coach or anything like that, but a guy that's been a stakeholder that understands this game can sit in a rules committee meeting and, and can actually have input and, and talk about the game itself and making it better for the fan experience. And once we've done that, that's your foundation. And now you walk into those boardrooms and increase revenues. Glenn, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, Glenn Suter, our CFL insider, appreciate it uh, joining us. Of course, uh, he'll join us during the football uh, season as well. But yes, breaking news in the Canadian Football League today is Jeffrey Orridge is out as uh, the commissioner of the Canadian Football League. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll update you what's happening in the National Hockey League tonight. We're going to have our daily hookup with Kevin Smith, Global Sports. We're going to tee it up on Wednesday night. We do that every uh, Wednesday night here on Sports Talk with Jock. Got a Sharks-Oilers preview coming your way at 7.30 tonight. And, of course, we're going to wrap things up, as we always do, with the Sports Geek of the Day. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.